Pop My Culture Podcast with your host, Vanessa Raglan. Uh, Cole Stratton is in the episode, but not in the intro, because I'm a power-hungry, crazy person. I hope you really enjoy this. This part of the episode is the follow-up to last week's, which was the best of 2015. Now we're taking it to Bummersville with the worst of. Uh, This was such a fun conversation. The personalities are such a bizarre mix. I hope you have as much fun listening as I did. Uh, enjoying and chiming in. Chime in at home, because sometimes we can hear you. Uh, hey guys, welcome back. This is part two of Pop My Cork. This is the worst of 2015. We've debated the best, and Wayne has called them the worst, and we're going to go ahead <laughs> and uh, do each person's worst. Uh, Janet Varney, one of my best friends in the entire world, is going to kick this off because she uh, has a little bit of time crunch, so uh, she will magically disappear at some point. But Jen, I want to kick us off with your five yeah. worst things as well as your theme song for the year. We'll kick that oh, through that's here right. too. I forgot about that. Um, uh, well, first of all, I'm a very positive person and I realize that I only have four things. Um, but I do have one thing I'll add to it. Now, this one of the things I'm going to add to it is not pop culture related, but I'll start with it. Number one, I will never again, and it's one of my worst moments of the year, think you know what would be fun is if I grabbed a couple of tumbleweeds and strung Christmas lights in them. <laughs> I'll just go to the park and grab a couple tumbleweeds. I'll just throw them in the back of my car and take them to my house. And what resulted was just a, co- a full coating of spiny, dusty yeah. needles that dug into the carpet of the back of my car. And I was like, oh, I got to sweep this. And it was just like cactus spines <laughs> in my fingers. Oh, God. And uh, I finally just got the last of it out um, by taking it to a, a car wash so someone else could handle it. But um, I'm a huge idiot. I had a similar experience taking out the dead Christmas tree this year that was very dead. Yeah. And like I was wearing a sweatshirt. And when I came back, it was just like a bajillion yeah. little tiny dead Christmas tree <laughs> thorns in it. I just don't think things through sometimes. Yeah. But was very charming this when they were strung with white baby. lights. Yeah. It's very nature. adorable. Very adorable so once quirky. they were outside. Well, I'm from Arizona. Um, okay. And then my next one is, again, uh, specifically related to me, but I, but it does pertain to pop culture because I was looking at uh, Entertainment Weekly's best of lists and I saw that they had the best, I think, 40 albums of 2015 and on my worst list is me, Janet Varney, for owning exactly zero mm. of the top 40 albums, according to Entertainment Weekly. So That's how sec- out of touch I am. You're the second worst thing. I'm the second worst thing in my own life. Yeah. In my own life, I'm the first two worst things. Both decisions on my part. Oh my I rely on Cole to give me new music, and uh, and sometimes I don't get it till the end i.e. the beginning of the next year. So I will hopefully have some of them. But I was scrolling through and I was like, oh, I like, I like there were like six bands on here that I really like. And I just didn't even know that an album come out. So I'm a horrible person who is very up to date on most television um, (laughs) and not music. Um, And then uh, my three other worsts are 
potentially very controversial because they are most people's bests. But I think the point of this is that's why they become my worst is because I start to get so angry chocolate? at people's overwhelming. <laughs> chocolate is not on the list, Vanessa. It's safe. Like Willy Wonka, I enjoy Birth candy. and merriment? Um, All right. No, but like, for example, Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight is on there. Um, wow. I did just see it. I felt like it. I appreciated everything that you said. Everything you said about it, I don't disagree with. About what? Hateful Eight. Eight the, the new oh, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this one just started to feel to me like... <laughs> Also, I did not like Django Unchained specifically just because I, I, I do still that. care about women roles in movies. And I was just like the one person who was in the movie with someone we were all supposed to care about, never saw. And then when we did see her, we just saw her be like tortured and screaming. Yeah. And then this movie, I oh. walked into saying, well, hopefully there'll at least be like a woman or two in it, you know, because he because I love Kill Bill and I love mm -hmm. Pulp Fiction. I think he there are some really fun, badass women that he's yeah. been villains and heroes. And so for this one, I was like, oh, Jennifer Jason Lee's in it. She's great. And then I just kind of felt like it was like I just watched her get hit in the face over and over Ugh. and over again. And I and understand that in it. his mind is like, I treat them all the same. They're yeah, all, you treating know, a woman like a man. But. but it like still bothered me because I was coming off of the what I felt like was the sexist approach mm -hmm. to Django and also like the sort of exploitation stuff. When he leans too far into exploitation and it just feels like exploitation, it is exploitation then yeah. I'm like. Oh, something's missing here for me. And I also felt like it started to feel like I could see him in a room giggling to himself. Like how many times can one white man write the N word in a script and get away with it? Mm -hmm. Can I shoot for 200 this time? Like it didn't feel like it had, he it just wasn't, it, it didn't mean anything now. to me other than just to be like, Ugh, I'm tired of you doing that. Quentin Tarantino. Jennifer Jason Lee is just so the most, it's the most electrifying performance I've seen She's all great. year long. It's, it's so good. And she does get so severely debased, but in that final bargaining scene, she is she's just so capable of doing so much every time she's on screen that yeah. like in that final bargaining scene, like I felt like she was able to just take control of, of the movie and be steering it at a point in time when, you know, she was l l missing teeth. Right. It's interesting listening to, after having watched the movie and enjoyed it so much, listening to people's reactions be that it, like, it is just violence against a woman for the sake of ha ha ha. And that is an interesting point, but there is also that very interesting way that in movies about the lawlessness of the Western, we so frequently don't get women. Mm -hmm. But when you do, like in True Grit, with uh, the girl losing her arm, I've always thought that th there is something interesting about the brutality of a Western not leaving a woman unscathed mm -hmm. and... Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Like I said, I honestly feel that he would argue everyone, everyone who got it, got it the same. Yes. And she was no different. And it doesn't matter to me that she was a woman. I, I don't disagree with that. I say that I appreciated that she was a, a gang member no, and an outlaw and not, and not a whore. It, or like, I'm like conflicted they tend about to be it. And Westerns. that's my point is that I complained about the non-role of Kerry Washington's character in Django. And, and said, like, I wish there would just be, and then I, as I was watching the movie, I was like, oh, be careful what you wish for a yeah. little bit because of the way it went down. But to me, it's it just felt like, like I felt like maybe he saw himself as refining and refining and refining what he does for this movie and, and really giving like the sort of distilled version. And for me, he took away all of the things mm -hmm. that I tend to love about his movies and it just ended up feeling like it was overindulgent. That definitely, yeah. like, it just wasn't, I, it wasn't I for me. I overall enjoyed it, but one, I love a Western and two, it also felt a lot like an Agatha Christie movie There to were me. moments I loved. So, there were moments I loved. And there's great actors in it. There's great monologues. There's great things going in it. But I will say it does take me out of it Every single time, it's like N-word, 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 N-word. And then, like, 
kick, hit, hitting her in the face. Like, it's just, just things like that. Just I always just go like, God, Quentin, you just do this all the time. You yeah. get away with it. And like, I don't know. It does bother me a little bit, but the rest of the film, like, I enjoyed so much that, like, when those things happen, I was like, "Ah." Yeah. No, I love Westerns, and I'm all for, like, someone in this room is a killer. I love that stuff. I felt like what that's what I liked about it, but I felt like I could get that from another movie that wasn't that movie. So that's kind of was my experience with it. But I know it was, you know, very, it's getting really great reviews, or some people love it, some people don't. Uh, I hated it. It follows. I'm trying to learn from you, Janet. (laughs) Listen, you can convince me of anything, guy, because that's how I feel about you. So, uh, and then I hated it follows. um, It's on like on everyone's top 10 list. uh, and then I, I, I really liked Mr. Robot, but for some reason, people's response to it being so overwhelmingly positive has made me like it less. It's really? one of those things where like I'm like, Harry Potter. Yes, let's all settle down. It's <laughs> great, but it's not the best show I've ever seen on television. I already saw Fight Club. And I already saw this, well, yeah, and like they, it starts to feel like Meh. they call you that show. I mean? at, first of all, at USA, they called that show Fight Club. That yeah. was like what they, they called did? the show. It's, yeah, it, and yeah. almost to the point where, like, when that reveal happens, it's not really spoiling anything because it's like really obvious most of the show. Uh, it's like they play well, that Pixie song, like right. a, yeah, a piano yeah. version of just basically yeah. like we know we're fucking doing this. Right, right. But my whole thing about it was one, it's very cinematic. Every episode looks yeah. like a movie. It's framed really weird, which I really appreciate. Like, there's mm-hmm. a lot of stuff like the guy's face is like a tiny corner, and there's all this negative. If you want to see the weird, weird also for that, the Nick, because Steven Spielberg yeah. is doing shit I have never seen done in film or on television before from a filmmaker's point of view. It is so worth seeing it's just, just for that. It's for me. It's so good. I did. Ooh. I should have put that on here. As and for also, my best. Mr. Robot, Rami Malek is like, I've been a huge fan of his forever, and now I feel like he's going to explode. Like, yeah, he's he well great. deserves yes. it. He was great. Like I said, this I didn't put Mr. Robot on my worst. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I put the people the obsessing it. over yeah. it, yeah, saying yeah, oh, it's okay. better than anything mm-hmm. else yeah. on television. That I put on my worst list because I don't think that's true. But and Christian Slater getting work, I'm a huge fan of. Uh-huh. Sure, sure, so sure, sure. He does a good job. Does a good <laughs> job. That's all I had. Those are my worsts. Nice job. Mm, what a bummer. Just kidding. Do you, what, it's a bummer that I didn't bring us down more. No, mine is much bigger bummer. I'm trying to revise oh. now because I'm like, oh, we don't want to talk about my list. <laughs> is it? Like, I just Very stayed dark. super pop culture. Yeah, I should have done that. <laughs> well, we're gonna go. We're just gonna go. Kind of. Uh, we're not gonna go in any particular order here. Does anybody else Uh-oh. feel like going next? How about that? Ooh. How about that? I don't. I mean, just throw in people. Throw I'm just gonna in. throw in something. Does it have right. that? One thing like, I oh, did, didn't right? like was the amount of time I saw. Somebody post, and we talked about it earlier, their program from the musical Hamilton. (laughs) (laughs) I guess a lot of that on my feed. I didn't post my program. It it was literally like, I got tickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the, it was, yeah. So that's just, that's one of my thing. But I think we're going to go not in order. With with our capacity to like register approval or disapproval so quickly, there is something about that annoyance with everybody just falling into line about this is the best show ever. Right. Like, I'm sure it is a great show. Before anyone had watched Master of None, we had all decided that the only appropriate response is that Master of None is the best television show possible and it's really good but oh, i don't even like it really i know um i, I feel it. guilty about it i i fe- look i mean this is hardly on my worst list but it was like i thought that it was a well-constructed show that was not for me all right yes this- no that's what i i feel the same way i think why i feel like i have to say i didn't like it was because of the level of hype and then i watched it and i was like i was thinking of shows like catastrophe which to me is the anti that show because it deals with things with heart and like 
in reality. And I felt like this was like a very, every shot, I felt like somebody was like elbowing their buddy, being like, you like this? Yes, like there were multiple references to Campari in 10 episodes. Style on style on style. Yeah. Like, oy, uh, oy. To make this one of my things, one of my least favorite things from this year were... Uh, bad photocopies of photocopies of Louis. Um, I felt like there were a lot of shows that were thinking that Louis, and to a lesser extent, or to a similar extent, Curb Your Enthusiasm, were templates that would work for other figures mm -hmm. and just sort of trying to like throw something together. I felt like Master of Done was yeah. one of the much more professionally done ones because those guys like have structure and have jokes and and, chops and, yeah. and, and also th like different perspectives, but there was a lot of, um, you know, it's going to be a like half improvised, not particularly jokey exploration of this figure's semi-fictionalized life. And I feel like it was failing to understand the extent to which the shows that they are mimicking are tight shows yeah. like the, that are tight in their looseness. Uh, and there was a lot of just looseness happening in a half hour that I feel like nobody was saying, you know, why do we have merit? <laughs> like, or, or like finding out about, um, God, I was like reading through the worst of TV and I was finding out that like, some other dude has some fictionalized show about his life. And it's, I, I was like, Rob Schneider. Something. No, it was someone even, it was not even yeah. that. It was like some... Which, by the way, did you guys, I just found this out, that, that L. King is Rob Schneider's daughter. Who's L. King? L. King has that song X's and O's. That's like a huge hit. Oh, no, I did not know That's that. That's his daughter. I had no idea I found that. I was like, that's a little less I don't less know what that music that. means, but it sounds cool. <laughs> I don't know X's and O's. You no, do you know? No, I don't no. know it. Check out, check out L. King. She's like, X's and O's is a big radio song, but she's really like spunky fun. Oh, okay, of, okay. Um, Almost like a Dolly Parton charm to her. I don't know. Oh. Just like check her out. But like, that's I had no idea when I found that out. In. I was like, oh, what? You know, it's interesting what you're saying, mm -hmm. Guy, because, you know, um, in terms of like the stuff that's uh, uh, been on television, it's there's so much like you quoted John Langraff, who's yeah, like, you know, he's amazing. He's he runs FX and he's my boss mm -hmm. and I've been working with them for years and he's incredible. But the thing is, it's true. There's so much volume. It was Donnie Deutsch, by the way. Donnie Deutsch has a sitcom about his life. On CNBC. Oh, who's yes. Donnie Deutsch? He's like a news person. I'm he sorry for interrupting. Me, no, it's fine. I love that you brought him up because <laughs> I did his talk show years ago and he said, Stick a rack on you, you're the perfect woman. That's Whoa. what Donnie Deutsch said to me. That's sweet. And I was like, Thank you. <laughs> and then Elmo went on after <laughs> having clash. And I was he like, said the really? same thing yeah. to Elmo. He said that to Stick a rack on Elmo, Stick you're the perfect on woman. You. You're the perfect woman. He said that to Elmo, a super raw pack. Stick a bike rack on you, you're the perfect cop. Everybody. <laughs> but you know, it's 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 interesting because there is so much volume and there's so much product. And so, you know, I've been, you know, I have a show that's going to be airing this year unless some whatever thing happens, which is very likely, toy to toy, but whatever, <laughs> because my show got picked up for 10 episodes. I did my pilot last year. For Gentiles, that was a Kinahora, so no one gives Pamela the evil eye. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that is a Kinahora. Toy to toy. But, um... The thing is that I would watch all these shows and I realized 
the volume isn't something that needs to stop you because for me, I just was like, why am I even going to throw my hat in the ring? This is too crazy. And I would see all these shows and some stuff would be like so big or just not tonally what is the thing that I would want to do at this point in my life when I've been doing it for as long as I have, I want to do something that's authentic and interesting to me. I want to see myself represented on TV. I want to see my friends represented on TV. I don't want to see like a piece of candy that doesn't, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So um, I saw Aziz's show and Uh I see all these shows and I go, well, okay, this show is here. And so it's not like, do I take myself out of it? It it doesn't really matter. Everybody's got the template of Louis or whatever these shows or whatever has been happening. And so I say, do they want to watch a show about a 30-something-year-old Indian actor? I'm like, I'm watching it. I'm like, oh, he's an actor. Okay, he's doing the thing. He's got his parents. The thing is, is that, but there were those electrifying moments that like broke through that show. The minute they flash back to show his dad in India, it was like, wow, this is a show I've never seen before. But from right. so many of these things, you're not getting that, you know? Mm-hmm. Like for so many of these things, it is like, why does this TV show exist? Like the the writers on Chelsea lately had a sitcom for two seasons, like that no one wanted and no one watched, (laughs) but like we still made it. And I just feel like in the, at a point in time when we have so much content, maybe we should refocus on like quality and like putting time and effort into deciding whether we really want to do this. I, I totally think that what you're saying is, is, is great because it puts the conversation out there. But the thing is, uh, for me, as somebody who's somebody who's creating something, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. now that is trying to make some kind of a mark uh, this year on television, and I've been working for a long time, and some people know who I am, and some people don't know who I am, and so I, it it stopped me for a while Mm. from pushing my thing through because there's so much competition and there's so much out there and literally anybody can do whatever the fuck they want to do. My daughters as young as my youngest is 12 can make a show that could surpass what I'm doing right now because you don't need anything but your little iPhone or whatever. And, um, so it's it's a very interesting time. And what I was saying about Aziz's show is I'm like, okay, so there's something for somebody who wants to see a 30-something Indian actor in New York who's trying to, like, date a lot of people. Or is somebody going to watch something about a 40-something single mom of three in Los Angeles who's an actor or whatever mm-hmm. instead of getting – you know, intimidated by that, 
you just have to forge your own kind well, of... Well, and just assume that, yes, yeah. they are. Because I think that's why there's so many shows right now. And that's why everything's exploding. Because people finally are getting the, you know, the ability to watch something that resonates with them. Well, instead yeah. of it being streamlined. And that there's, that right. there's a sense of, like, the scary side of that is people freaking out in the business. Like, what is it going to be like? We don't have, you know, is it all product placement? Yeah. Who, where's the money going to come from? What are the advertisers doing? All that. But it also feels like there can be shows that don't require Nielsen ratings yeah. anymore. Yeah. And they, yes. you know, the show that I'm on is like yeah. the tiniest shoestring budget, but it just what got picked up. What show is that? It's called Janet? You're the Worst. It's on FXX. It's a good show. Okay. And, uh, and it, and it was on the New Yorker's top list of uh, television shows. <laughs> but, um, but it's, it doesn't cost anything cause there's no one famous in it and it's a tiny budget, but it's just continuing to chug along. Yeah. Because it can, because, because no one's saying tough. like, That's where's right. the big money? Who's, you know, how are we right. going to, why isn't, you know, Toyota advertising every five seconds it's or nice whatever? that there's, it's just not like, okay, we're going to write a show about, uh, you know, old 40 is something kind of overweight, balding guy with this hot young wife yeah. with a laugh track. Like, like that. Well, like your show is that. making news because it's talking about depression in a new way. And like, there are suddenly voices in comedy that are not funny. Right. And we're finding the funny in it, which is what comedians oh, have been doing so, forever. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what stand-ups are always doing. But I don't think TV has forayed into it too much because it's kind of scary. But now, good TV and good comedy is because it's people grappling with stuff that we all go through. And for the first time, people are like, <sighs> yeah. Like, it's not like, oh, that's me because I'm single. Right. It's like, oh, right. my God, they're demons or my demons. Yeah, and yeah. They're functioning in whatever way they are. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's a really exciting time to be able to find something that resonates but with you. there's more garbage, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There will Agreed. always be more garbage when there's more but good. But there's also something so weirdly freeing about everything gets a point eight rating. Like, you yeah. know, everything. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, you know, so we don't need to make yeah. yet another show about five to six young, attractive friends in the city. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, which we did a lot of. Which, by the way, still, though, what am I going to read for pilot season <laughs> that I'm going to pass on every audition? Right. It will still all be five like, yeah. girls in New York City or whatever. I think. Well, well, I could speaking, be wrong. Uh, Maybe be speaking of garbage, uh -oh. let me throw out something garbage yeah, this year. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, hoverboards. Oh, amen. Uh, that was on my list, too. The stupidest fucking things <laughs> that, like, it's just, I, I, when I see them, I'm like, is this a fucking but joke? But you have to specify because my 12-year-old has <laughs> one of the things that are, like, the just... They're like two wheels with, like, a step on them, and then you just, like, move have. around. It's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, it's like it's awesome. Wait, it's like a Segway without anything to hold on to. It's, it's like awesome. just the wheel so thing. Awesome. Why is so? What is the? I just don't. What's the revulsion to it? I I just don't understand. I mean, I to me, it's like Wall-E. Like it feels like watching. You know, in Wall-E, they show yeah, yeah, those yeah. people that are just like kind of like lard monsters being right. tubed around on things. Well, when you see someone on one, and then you see someone just walking past them. Yes. Yeah. It or feels when you're like on, hang on now. I've seen a few people on the hoverboards accosting traffic, like on La Brea and Melrose, like at a stoplight. They're like, like whirl in there, like bang on a window. I've seen this more than what? once, and then they whirl away. And it's like, do you know why this is my favorite moment? of tonight <laughs> let me tell you guys because you seem really old yeah, right now right? of course yeah. and Kids I in think you're very fucking awesome wait no but what I want to know is what is cool about it because it, to, from my brain it's like you stand on a board that goes places because it's different than a skateboard it's so because, because you there's know no effort skateboard, and you also have you guys ever been on a dangerous and no, great I've been on a Segway yeah. I've not been You've on a Segway you've been on a Segway did you love it 
it, you I, loved it. No, I didn't. Lo- I did a. <laughs> I did a segue it. tour of Washington D.C. Oh, with Michael Hitchcock. Right? And, oh and, and it was Jesus. like a weird. It was a fun way to see everything quickly because mm-hmm. it moves you. Like a hoverboard doesn't really go that fast. Like it goes slightly yes, more than it walking. Does. It totally does. Right, it I've never seen him like lay out. Awesome thing. All right. Cold. Does it do work it with you Rocky, out my twelve-year-old? It seems like you would oh, need some yes. muscles to balance. Yeah, that's what I've been thinking. Because I've been seeing it's very subtly working your core. Illegal now. Yeah, they're like blowing up. They're catching on fire. I love that they're catching on fire. Yeah. That is is really happening. To piggyback off of this, Cole, I would like to say that one of my least favorite things of 2015 is Vine Stars. (laughs) Oh, um, yeah. Who are deeply associated with uh, hoverboards as a movement. And what what the comedy world needed was more strong, tall, attractive 23-year-olds like falling down a lot. (laughs) Falling down a lot and doing product integrations for glad bags. And it's, you know, there's not a lot of pressure when you're like, guys, I gotta get some nine-second content out there. You know what I mean? Um, It's like, it's lovely and adorable to see these like very homegrown sort of like content production and comedy creation from YouTubers and Vine stars. I think like with Twitter and with uh, YouTube, they are things that I can understand and appreciate a little bit more. Vine isn't for me. Vine is for 12-year-old girls who want to yes. laugh and have yeah. a crush on a boy a little right. bit. And I completely understand that. Um, but just having that weird apartment building where all of them live and collaborate with each other is just so strange and bizarre. And I wonder how much shitty, con- like how much putting of them in movies and TV shows are we going to have to deal with mm-hmm. before... Hollywood realizes, oh, that doesn't work. Yeah, it's not the same. Yeah, and I like realize that hoverboards aren't for me. They're not aimed at me. It's not a thing I'm going to use. Like, it could be. There are people our age and older that like them. To me, I just don't understand them. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. I don't understand why it's fun. If Oliver was 12 right now. Oh, I think I'd be like, babe, don't do Look, it. There's always going to be things that we don't quite understand as you too. start to get older. Like, so at I, first I think it's lazy. Dude, now I think it's scary because you have to wear a helmet. It's a I law. thought the world was going to collapse for me. Bola. Okay? <laughs> that's, that's I was in your house like shivering. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, we're all going to fucking die. This is really bad. <laughs> there's always okay. going to be generational gaps as you get older too. Things you're not going to understand that kids are going to love. Like, oh. I, A joke that I always wanted to do, like write a screenplay where like the, a background gag is that kids are walking around with step ladders, like that's the thing. They always have like step ladders <laughs> for their shoulders, and they're putting them down. I'm like, because there will be things like that. They're like, why do they do that? But yeah, then they all are into it, and it's a thing. And it's not for us; it's for them, and that's great. Yeah. I my thing this year it was on my worst list was both, and I have started to adopt Bay into my vocabulary because it's very out there. But that and Netflix and chill. Um, I felt very alienated from these things, uh-huh. and I didn't like that. And I saw a lot of jokes about them, and. I didn't resonate. <laughs> so I didn't like feeling older. Yeah, that's a weird feeling. Netflix that's and chill. That. Like that happened to me within the last three years. All of a sudden yeah. I was like, wait, why am I wildly out of touch yeah, in a very dramatic I felt, cliff? Yeah, I, I felt off so like clearly like something. I am not of that time. Yeah. And you're yeah. hanging out with people that are of it. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, I, I don't relate. Don't you guys think we should take all the women out of the Middle East? I just want to <laughs> say. Airlift them right on out. Go right to that. Like women, children, girls out of the Middle East. Yes. Let them sort it out. Done. Unless they're very happy there. Um, Least <laughs> where it gets thing. tricky. The it way women are tricky. treated in the world. There you go. On the yeah. subject of Netflix and chill, I just feel like. 
As somebody who just, just barely entered my 40s, there is that thing of having the immediate sort of like in your 30s, like mid early 30s, you'll hit that point of like, oh, this stuff isn't for me. It's weird. And now just like as a comic being like, no, I have to like and accept all new things. Like I only give myself Vine stars because everything, (laughs) like everything else, I just have to accept as like, this is just the game we're playing now. Yeah. And that game is Bay. But I am saying Bay, and you know what I I have been uh, also trying to say, but it's going to sound bad, and I've been practicing at home. What? Uh, yes, queen. <laughs> I'm trying to get into that. I have a lot of friends that are good at saying that. and Yas, queen, is See? a traditional greeting of my people, and so it's exciting, and as a gay man, I want to hear it from fabulous women. Oh, when on Broad City, like Broad City's normalization yeah. of Yaz Queen just made me love the show so much more. Can you give me a few readings of Yaz Queen? Because <laughs> I only have like with my hands up, Yaz Queen, uh, and it doesn't look. I funny. would like to say, as a gay man, it is my job to be a reflection of you, ladies, <laughs> and not in any way to model activity for you. It oh, is okay. your fabulousness. Oh, no. That's very. Maybe we can can set you up with it. Hey, I think I hear another one by Sadus. Is that Queen who wrote that song? (laughs) Yaz, Queen. Like that? Yaz, Queen. Yaz, Queen. Yaz, Queen. Next. Uh, I'll put another thing out there. Uh, The Dress. Blue and black or white and gold. I loved the dress. It was a beautiful moment. In a world where we don't have... (laughs) Don't even know what In a world where we don't have community anymore, where we can't say... How did you avoid it? There was a picture of a dress. That dress that may have been white and gold or blue and black. People saw it two different ways. It's a visual visual trick. One people would see the white gold. One people would see the blue black. And you hated that? Whose dress? It was a thing that was talked about for weeks on social media, debated by everybody. Like everybody's blue and black. Everybody felt like they had to weigh in on it. These are the moments when I realize, like, oh, I don't. This was like everybody. That dress. Yeah, there it is. Wayne Federman, what color is that dress? Blue and gold, which made me like. I just want to bring everyone together. I'm an Aquarius. Blue and black to me. Oh, see, blue and black. Okay, let's look at Miss Adlon. I saw it blue and black. Until I saw it white and gold, and then I could not unsee it I white and gold. I only can see it's it like blue when you and look gold. At those pictures. It's an old woman. Well, no, it's a young like woman. Uh, already, I'm I like can only see blue as, and a, gold. as somebody who's into see? science. It's white and gold to but me. But it's it's, it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so like we we're, we're talking about it for like three minutes right now, right? <laughs> no, no way. But that I, seems about the appropriate amount of time to talk about it, right? People were talking about it for weeks. Wow, you guys get. I can't. I got I'm always shocked at what upset. What difference would that make to you? Why would that even in cool. any way bother It would you. infuriate because people. I just, that, that, like, that's what I don't for understand. For like a day, I was like, okay. Well, why do you care? Because well, it's people just are talking com- about. But, but it's like, why are you still talking about well, the why would you, for a month? Why would it affect you in any Because it shows up on everything I'm looking at. Oh, I see. Uh, Bye, Janet. Oh, Bye, Janet Marnie. Really? That dress is blue and gold. Oh. She's taking the middle ground. Oh, throwing man buns into the ring. No, I know what you're saying. Man buns. That's TV's cold. That's a good one. You're not all samurais. Go I'm not cold. It's best because friend. of the dress. You're um, leaving. You <laughs> right. know why you're leaving. You're going? Wait, why are you going? Oh, because I'm meeting the person who's dog sitting. I don't uh, really. It's fine. Janet's very popular. Take a raspberry. Janet, guys, can we give Janet a round of applause? Avery, you too. 
Also, for those of you at home, there's a really fun interplay between the pattern of her sweater right. and her scarf. I was just gonna. It's very sophisticated. Sophisticated. Now, is that white and blue? Right now, the two beautiful women are hugging, pressing their bodies against each other. Now, Janet's moving in for a high five with Wayne. And what? she's blowing kisses and she's walking she's out, out the, the door. Play by play of the exit. There it is. No, no, I'm sorry. To, it's not that I don't think you were allowed to be upset at anything. It just fascinates me of all the things to we just be, lost to we're, to no, be we're upset on, about. No, but it so wasn't. really interests me that you that, you, that would in any way even Why become. It, it was an overwhelming cultural thing. moment. No, but you said that. But you, there's, something so, there's something so wonderful about at a point in time when we don't all watch the same TV, TV at the same time true. to have these touchstones that we can all go to as like, this is the shit we there talk about go. at parties. There you I go. get it. But it's like if like everybody talked about the same thing and only that thing for like two weeks, it was just like, oh my god, but you I guys! I can't believe that was the case. That it only was, that no. thing. I but not was only, but it was out there. Work, okay, 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 like okay, I'm done. Production I'm, at everyone's work stopped for at least an hour and a half as every human being in America argued about what that dress looked like. And I'll yeah. say, this was during, I mean, when I was doing still, Sunday Company, uh -huh. we put this <laughs> joke into a sketch <laughs> that ran for three weeks. It was, uh -huh. it was, the sketch was not about it. It was thrown in for, for three weeks. Because, Huge reaction. Wow. Right. <laughs> All right, throw some out there, Pamela. What else, what else are you hating this year? <clears throat> okay. So, oh, I hated watching the Republican debates by myself. <laughs> I was oh, fucking that's alone a mistake. That's a mistake. In my house. Oh, you're just going to kill me. My people. daughters, one's in Chicago, one's in fucking Germany, <laughs> and one was at her friend's house sleeping over. You're putting I'm a lot of weight on your daughter. At the television. What about why your, didn't, why didn't you myself. just why didn't you just tweet it with everybody? I don't know how to do it. No. You're on Twitter. What about your, I follow you on Twitter, don't I? I am. I am. Yes. I don't. I don't. I don't. This is what I do during the re Republican debates: is that I text with Judy Gold. Right. It's Judy Shaw. Yeah, Judy. <laughs> kill me now. Hashtag kill me now. Uh -huh. And it's amazing. Uh, just to get the like that kind of feedback, but like watching that stuff by myself mm -mm. and screaming. Did you at the watch TV. all of them? Yes. Wow, oh. that's you are bold. abusive bold. to yourself. That's bold. No, but the the first one was me sitting in my house going, "Wow, it was amazing." <laughs> Scott Walker. <laughs> I'm assuming that that a lot of people had put some sort of Trump on their list. Yeah. I mean, it seemed like the obvious thing. He's not on my list. All right, there you He's go. He's on my list. Not on my list. But my list care. is of nine. I think it's a very bad thing that's happening. <laughs> that uh, Trump is on your list? N no, that this person is becoming a thing. That oh, I see. I I would, do, it makes me so creeped I, yeah. out. I would like it to popularize so the concept that we are sinjaying this election. Ooh. We are, oh, for the God. sake of entertainment, I see that. keeping I someone with That's in a the beautiful, mix. Have you put yes. that out there? It, it was on my podcast. Okay. <laughs> it's very good. Thank you. You're welcome. I mean, but it's not okay. That, that's a thing. No, it's terrifying. It's from American Idol. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, yeah. it's fun to watch you suffer, but you're not suffering. You think you're great. But the thing is, people actually agree with this crazy person who has the most racist, terrifying thoughts. Like, I am so sad about this because it feels like clown theater. 
and that it's lasted this long is just upsetting. Have you ever been to Clown Theater, though? It is great. <laughs> I mean, the popcorn's great, but there's the cars a are little. downtown. There's a marionette theater. Oh, Bob Baker's. I want to go. <laughs> Me too. Have I go to the website. There? Are you fucking no, kidding No, I go to the website like every two Wait, weeks. Have you been there? No, I just love that Vanessa Raglan is like, uh, yeah, yes, that's the arena theater. I really want to go, but I'm also so scared. Maybe you guys can start like a one episode marionette cast. <laughs> I'm ready. Whenever you are, Pam. I know. Uh. Well, well, let me say on my list, which is not a hate list, because I oh. tend not to hate. Congratulations. To, I know, I know. I'm not trying to do it. I'm more like... Things I thought were going to be good that I was disappointed. disappointed that Which was is more. also like your best list, to be fair. Right. <laughs> this is going to be very controversial. Okay. And I wish Janet was here, but. Do it fast. It's fine. <laughs> There's still There's, some high school. No, no, no. Open. no, no uh, <laughs> it's um, a movie called Son of Sal, which is from Hungary. It's a movie about the Holocaust. No one knows this movie. No, I, no, yeah, no, no, I, I haven't seen familiar. it, but I know you're talking about it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, I was so ready. Like, all right, I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's cry. Let's get in there. It takes place. What's the premise of the movie? All right. Takes place in Death Auschwitz, in the in the uh, crematorium. Uh -huh. Like, the guys. Oh, oh that's fun. Like, it is. is <laughs> it's a romp. <laughs> right. Right. It's a single can. Right. <laughs> um, Chad Lowe. Chad Lowe. And, uh, really? no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I believe he did. Holocaust <laughs> he did? I don't think so. I don't what know. if Chad Lowe were just fluent in Hungarian? Works there constantly. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It matter. Anyway, okay. it was this. Oh, well, this is stupid because no one knows this. No, but I think it's going to be nominated it. for best but foreign film. Why was it bad? Because it was. It was a bummer. It, well, no. Mm -hmm. no. <laughs> Grant, you know. Not as funny as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, the. Uh, it was. It's so horrifying what's, what's going on in the movie. And then they. Add this plot, like a movie plot, on top of it to motivate this guy. It's like, it's enough that he's ushering Jews literally in to get gassed and then shoveling out their ashes after they're burnt. Like, Ugh. that's enough. And then that, that I was so frustrated in that but movie. But he met that cute and girl at the he, This is the shop. worst part about it tomatoing at 92. Yeah. Tomatoing at 92. Really? I love yeah. that you're it calling it tomato. Yeah, oh, I like to verbalize. Here's the thing, though. What? When you watch movies on Apple TV or iTunes, you go to the tomatoes <laughs> and then you go to customer reviews. Yeah, different. Those are the ones. Oh. The customer reviews just go down one further uh -huh. with your select button. I went to the movie oh. theater, so I can't really, I don't have a remote. So how do you know the tomatoing? Like when I looked it up, it up on afterwards, afterwards, I went to Rotten Tomato, the but website. But when you're doing it, thank you, Guy, when yes. we watch the yes. Apple TV go down from the reviews, go to customer reviews, those are the ones All right. we <laughs> do. So anyway, that's, that's my, uh, that's my disappointment. That was my disappointment because I was getting good reviews. And then blow the yeah. mic right now because I never get out. Fifty I Shades think. of Gray? All right, I'm, I want to put something Fine. out there that I'm hoping to get uh, an agreement. I'm hoping for an agreement with Wayne on this. Okay. Because this is a sports-related thing. We'll yes. do it quickly. Uh, the officiating in the NFL, especially this season. Boring by. Uh, uh, it's, it's just culture. It's, it's, no, it's be quick. not. Uh, White sports is not culture. 
I am Correct. a long-suffering Detroit Lions fan. Oh, yes, Jesus and Christ. suffering is the thing to say because they like they lose and they look like they're good, but they yeah. lose. Uh, but the officiating is yeah. so bad, and there's well, so like, many controversial calls that decide games. How bad is it? It's so bad that there's wow. just so many controversial calls yes, that decide guy, games now. Exactly. That it's rough. Are you doing selfies? This is a quick. This is a quick, quick, quick thing. I just want to see if Wayne's in agreement or not. I don't. I don't watch football every week, okay. so um, I well, do I know that the Lions got jobbed. This year, a couple times, from yep. what I understand, couple times. <laughs> yeah, a couple times. Uh, I I just feel like it is the. I look at it the other way. I feel like the camera work is so good. Yeah. That now things that we wouldn't even care about in the past were like, oh, that was a blown call. Like these were all. Yeah, like, you wouldn't know in the past. Right. right. Now That's, you know, and it just makes it frustrating. It's me. No, I never thought about that way. Glass half empty. Everybody just for those off. of you at home, it's Vanessa eclectic. and Pam are doing it's light eclectic. administrative work Everybody on their phones. Everybody needs a chance to refill <laughs> their beverages. What the fuck just happened? I can't even pretend God, to be God, like. I was oh, bored well, the whole time until now. It was literally two minutes. Yeah. Two minutes. Vanessa brought to anything else. Vanessa brought up Fifty Shades of Grey, and we said nothing. Yeah. I said. I and said then, something. I yeah, said, and then love it. it. Just you Sorry, loved cool. it. Sorry, Fifty Shades of Grey. Let's do it. I read all of the books. I did right. too. Love the books. The movie <laughs> I saw on Valentine's Day. Yeah, what but a boner killer. I'm sad. That I'm crazy sad love cover is good though. Uh, no, the soundtrack lot. is yeah. uh, what I fuck to, honey. Right. But the movie is not what I fuck to. Yeah. I didn't see. Are it. they? Is uh, there's like a follow up, right? There's like another book. There's two other books. Two, okay, sorry, oh, I've not read them. No, no, no. There's a new book. You're right. It's called Gray. Oh, from yeah. his POV. From his POV. That's yeah, right. right. And That's you know and what? In it, Hermione's black. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, guy. I can. I only know that because my daughters are watching all the Harry Potters, and I know all of that. <laughs> You guys are referencing a lot of crazy shit. I mean, I'm into Hermione. <laughs> any uh, shade. <laughs> I'm into Hermione in any shade. Um, I would like to offer as one of my least favorite things, being at peak Disney princess reimagining. Um, oh, thank God. I I hate that shit so no, much. No, it's just, it's such a tiring form of a joke. Like, we've seen it so much. Disney like, princesses reimagined a scuba queen. Yes. It, like, mm. it's just. Pin up girls. Get this off Turn of my heads. on my Facebook feed. Wait, so that's like a Facebook thing? It. No, it's <laughs> it's Twitter, it's Facebook, it's everything. The same thing is fucking Whovians in their fucking Whovian world. Bunch of Whovian. I just really shouldn't. Have oh, you that. mean like Doctor Who people? Yes. Yes, because they will retweet or post anything with a TARDIS in any form, <laughs> and I get so upset because they it's don't. True. They're not looking at content at all. Yeah. They just see a TARDIS, and it's the same thing with these Disney princess people. Yeah. Disney princesses like, reimagined as veterinarians. Like BuzzFeed is just grasping at straws trying to come up with lists, you know. But people aren't sick of the Disney stuff. No, that's true. Well, I feel like there's that interesting difference between when people like us get annoyed <laughs> with something and when America gets annoyed with something. And there's like that awkward 18-month period of everyone in Wyoming learning. That's basic. <laughs> Wait, I didn't even understand that. I didn't understand don't, that. Don't, it's don't. It's fine. It's fine. All right. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I'm a fairy, so I'm not a princess, but. Wait, you're a fairy? I'm a fairy. Tinkerbell. Yeah. Yeah. Congrats. I mean, well, I, I don't know. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I don't know what's going on with the princesses. <laughs> like, you're being... in a different realm. 
reimagined, but I don't know. Like you guys are like so on top and aware of all of this kind of stuff. All it is is different artists draw their imaginings of Disney princesses in different. And it bothers you. I saw you? a thing about Hamilton. The, Did you see? Why the, would that no. bother? That's no, because it would be creative. Because, no, because there are just so no, many of them. Creative. Like, it's not creative in any back. way. Well, Maybe no, two I mean, years ago it was. Two years ago. Like, it's like Disney princesses as boys. Fine. Yeah. Disney but- princesses. <laughs> and then there was one that was Disney, Fine. Disney animals as ethnic people. Yes. And that was like, I'm into it, kind of. It was like, oh, because you think the tramp is cute? No, the tramp is really cute when this guy So how do you guys know that? You follow Disney? No, you. I wish it was that simple so you but could undo what is it. it. It is. A saturation of pop culture where it's retweeted, it's Facebooked, it's yeah. everywhere. Like but people, I are, don't see it. Like the, these old Jews, <laughs> these two right here, we've never seen it. Like I love your podcast, by the way. These I old don't know. Jews, I know, this, right? This. To be these fair, I'm Jews. quite old and relative, not that observant. They did do I this. Uh, one of the things I do enjoy online a lot, though, is Clickhole because it's ridiculous. It's oh, an yeah. offshoot of the onion. Yeah. And one of the ones they did to kind of parody that, they're like, uh, 20 Disney princesses reimagined as Caucasians. And it was <laughs> just funny. the same yeah, normal yeah, yeah, person. Like this. Oh my God. So fucking funny. But did like. you guys see the thing about Hamilton, though? The, no. The Mm-mm. person who drew all of it as Disney. Oh. It's amazing. It's an amazing... Uh, I mean, I'm obsessed with Hamilton, so I really hope I have tickets I in April because that's when we could get them. Oh, that's, that's so exciting! So I want to see it, but <laughs> like it's so for. hyped and it's like a year away. Right, right. Like, so I was like, God, I just I really want it to be good. And I've you, heard it's great from people that I trust. It is amazing. But yeah, it's amazing. Are you boning up on the early federal banking system? <laughs> that's right, because you're gonna get more from it. That's right. Will you listen to the soundtrack pre? You know, I want. That's I've a good question because that. that's mm-hmm. been. Bandied and bandied around my house. Don't. I, you don't I've, think I've so? avoided it so far, and I think I yeah. will just continue to. I, and like, I, I would. I would. What? What do you think, guy? Uh, I'm a Californian, so I always listened to stuff first and and then saw it. But I feel yeah. like something with that that has so much density in the language, like I would want to be ready for it to know what it means more. Well, I just you know? saw a blog from somebody that was like the first or the three times I saw Hamilton, and they oh, said geez. that for them, the third time was the best because they. The first time was like shocking and more delightful, maybe yeah. the most delightful. And the second time they were kind of familiar with it. And then the third time they like got to have fun. Sure, my friend, sure. my friend Charlie went in cold knowing nothing of it. I mean, except for basic knowledge of the early federal banking system. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and he cried like he and he is a heterosexual father of three. Well, there couldn't be a more damning lifestyle. I gotta lifestyle. say that I relate to that because uh, and Charlie knew more than I did because uh-huh. I don't know anything about the federal banking system <laughs> and I'm a heterosexual mother of three <laughs> and I cried so hard that I couldn't get up really? at curtain call. I was hysterical. Oh, that's what lovely. Are the tears? And you had not what, heard what the music. You had it? not heard the music before. No, nothing. See, it, this is what I'm saying. I don't want to ruin that experience. Them, but it's like the thing that you said before. Everybody ruined it by being too jiped up yeah. about what thing were for you me saying? it was Aziz's show of just yeah, like and you know every time somebody jipes you up about something jiping that you're seeing or listening you, to you or get whatever, over jiped you get over jiped it ruins it yeah. you just want to be a regular jiped, mellow reg- jipe regular yeah, that's, that's kind of my challenge because it's still like several months off for me and it's no like, it is a good question well, what would be your advice to Cole to listen to the soundtrack before or you not you know what I felt a different way and then guys said what you just said, and I feel like 
you know, the April's far away right now. And it's I feel like you away. should listen to it. I feel like you should download it and and hear the because it's so dense and it's so particular and it's really just something that is like it's American history. And we all don't have any of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Here's a weird middle ground that I yeah. will maybe offer. Oh, okay. Here's another option. Like, read the lyrics, but don't listen. No, listen uh, to Lay Miz. <laughs> Imagine. I, I was going to say, maybe just like read Alexander Hamilton's wi- oh. Wikipedia entry hard before going in, just so that references and shit that's dropped. You'll be able to like, oh, be I, like, oh I yeah, that's smart. Yeah, that's Good. smart. Learn a little bit. Guy, of I don't know. I I know you're already successful, but I feel like you have a career that we don't even know what it is yet. Sort <laughs> like, of like there uh, is a niche for you in making people understand musical whisper. <laughs> no, sort of like, the, did you guys see Big Short? Was that a yeah? Thing I was oh, seeing? so good. But like, there's a there's a device they use in that. And I'm not going to ruin anything for you, Pamela. Mm. There's a device they use in that where like, when there's crazy traitor language, they mm. cut to a celebrity talking about what it is. You understand Explaining it, and the then next it yeah. and then it comes back to the thing. Like this could be similar to that, yeah. which is like get on the like the same playing ground as this, so you'll make more sense when you see it. Right. Then we're, we're, we're done with that. We're done with that. Just an aside. Avery signaled me, as they said. Sweet um, Avery. I am going to, though it is beating a dead horse. I will say one of my least favorite things of 2015 is I made myself watch <laughs> the ridiculous six, and <laughs> no, it was funny. it like going and visiting Adam Sandler's career because there those early movies were charming in their way and now yeah. what it has become is just so weird um and like it's everything in comedy that i don't like <laughs> and namely oh i mean just like shit jokes bad stereotypes um man as like the normalist man has the solutions mm. there are weird guys and then there's normal guy and it, it's just such an like, uh, mm. like it really was, and just the sheer amount of like, how much a donkey pooping was supposed to be the thing that we laughed at. And I'm just not a scat- scatological humor guy. Yeah, no, I hear you. And I and I can com- completely <laughs> hate it. I can completely understand that like Adam Sandler now is just not for me. That is fine. Me but there too. there were like the earlier movies when I feel like. Okay, let's do real quickly. What's your favorite Adam Sandler movie? Because I have one. Oh. Well, then why don't you lead uh, the charge? I will lead the charge with uh, The Wedding Singer. Oh, oh. I mean, I really like The Wedding Singer. I think The Water Boy is a, delight- Water Boy, is right? a delightful film. Uh, I I mean, I fell in love with Billy Madison and I loved Happy Gilmore. That one-two okay. punch back-to-back. Mm-hmm. I, was in co- I was in college. It was like the best. Yeah. It was for me at that time. And Billy Madison is a great movie. I haven't seen ha- Happy Gilmore. But the way people talk about it, it is probably one of those things that I will just appreciate it because it is a well-made movie and is, is funny in its way. But like now, it's just like he's turning a crank that he's turned so many times before. And I'm like... Well, he did this weird thing. Like he started out with kind of like silly juvenile movies, but there was kind of like a sweet charm to them. It they was were hard, goofy. Yeah. And then he just did like, I'm going to be a serious actor for a while with like Punch Drunk Love and stuff. And he thought, oh, okay. He's doing we this all thing. like that movie, right? Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Yes. Did you see that yet, Pamela? I don't want to ruin it. It came out. <laughs> I don't know. What nine, you, guys are you don't know Punch about. Drunk Love. 
Isn't that Paul 10 Thomas years old? Anderson? Mm-hmm. It was like a serious role for Adam Sandler, and it was, he was like, great in and, it. and he was good, and it was looked like that was, was going to happen. And then that didn't really take off. And then he went back to making movies that are even more juvenile than the ones he started. Yeah. Doing. What's that one like? Like bad Grown Ups, Grown Ups Two, things like that, that are just like a lot of like the funniest line in Grown Ups was not said by any of the major comedy stars in it. It was a little oh, kid who goes, "I want to get them. chocolate wasted." You know what I mean? <laughs> and then they reused that clip in Grown Ups Two trailer to be like, "Remember that joke you liked? Oh. It's back." My like, kids love Click. Oh yeah, and that the one uh, I like the one that we just saw that Pixels? he was the shoe guy. Oh, oh no. no, but that was voted the worst movie of the year. I, it has eight percent. Yeah, I, I want to see that the because it's so yes, yeah. yeah. but it's directed. Are you in that? No, what kills me about that is <laughs> it's directed by Tom McCarthy, who did Spotlight, who did The Station Agent. Thank who you. Did, uh, I'm so relevant. Who did Win Win? And I don't even fucking boom. know. Boom. Text <laughs> your kids. Text your kids now. And then I boom. There are those weird movies that are just like a shot and a miss by people who sometimes it's fun. Sometimes it's fun to see like good people make a bad movie. Should we go around and do songs? Sure. Oh, the theme song. I didn't point. really do this, but maybe I can piggyback. Somebody. I didn't either. Sure, That's sure, what sure. I'm hoping. Go Just ahead. a song that you listened to a lot this year that you really resonated with you. It did not have to be released this year. It could have been like, there's this Lou oh. Reed song I love from the oh, 70s okay, that all okay. of a sudden I got back oh. into. Whatever. Just a song that for you this year was oh. like, that's what I listened to. Oh, um, okay. Cool. I guess I can start because I have one. Yeah, that's a good place. <laughs> I have one too. There's a song that I don't know who this guy is. I just like came across it on uh, iTunes. It was uh, Alicia Caro with Here. No. no. Uh, if only. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, it was. Oh God, uh, I love weird. that he makes fun of me. I love uh, it. No, it was a good fight. Uh, there's a there's a guy named Kamau. There's a song called Just oh, For it's You. Oh, so good. That was just Cole like this really like fun. upbeat, goofy, silly, fun, like hip hop R&B pop, song. Yeah. Sort of like reminded me of like Andre 3000 mm-hmm. from like, it has like a kind of outcast vibe to it. Didn't know anything about it. Just clicked on the little sample on iTunes and I was like, oh. It is bubblegum. It's so hello. good. And then I oh. immediately downloaded it and it's just like played it a shit. If it's bubblegum, you say, then I will like it. Tell me the name again. <laughs> uh, just For You by Kamau. Right. Like, w, like W. Kamau Bell, like that Kamau. Um, I have one. All right. Go. And it's based off one of my favorite, and I didn't mention it because I had so many things I loved, which is I'm a documentary nut. Oh, me too. And two of my favorite yeah. were about celebrities. One was about Marlon Brando, mm-hmm. dead. Another right. one about Amy Winehouse, oh, also so passed good. away, called Amy. But her recording of Back to Black oh, yes. in that closet, yes. I couldn't, Everything. I couldn't get more into that. And, you know, I looked at the story of that, Fetterman, was, we're having a drink after this, right? We're going to go. Oh, yeah, Fetterman says more than we're gonna, that. No, <laughs> I am. Okay, so What's that, they were making the a documentary about the band. <laughs> I think they're called the Dap Kings or something yeah. like yeah. that. Yeah. Sharon, Am I getting Sharon that right? Sharon, band. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the only reason that footage exists. That was like B-roll about this you know, great R&B band in New York City. Are you serious? Yeah, that's the only reason that oh, exists Isn't it at unreal all. that that exists and in a person? And that band didn't that think she was talented. exists in a person. That it's band like, didn't think she was talented? That band did not think Haunted. she was talented. Oh, if you ever hear them interview, they were like, yeah, they oh, hired crazy. us to do this thing. See, we didn't. that's the most- Isn't that interesting? That's so interesting because people are like going like this to cameras now mm-hmm. or they're opening themselves up to cameras and that- Footage mm-hmm. in that documentary is because the Dap Kings were making their own thing, right? And 
you're just getting washed over with all of this footage right. that they were going to throw away. Yes. Yeah. And what's amazing also with that documentary, I That's know where cool. this is something I thought was positive. It was the first documentary I had seen in maybe ever where you're like, oh, I get it. This is the new documentary where there's so much footage on yeah. a person's life. Yeah. You don't it need a talking exists. head. Yeah. yeah, you have footage of her as a kid yeah. from a VHS or high age or whatever. Put everything that exists together and edit yeah. that. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, I was, was just blown. I mean, there was like maybe two talking heads in that whole movie. Mm. So um, anyway, that's Good so that movie. Good choice. So that that was not your least favorite thing. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. That was the song. The song. The song. The song. The so song. I, kept, I like that song got reinvigorated for me because wow. I liked it before. Yep. And great uh, choice. Great choice. Thank you. Well, I didn't know I could get a great choice. Yeah, um, good job. <laughs> Nobody's gonna fuck you. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Every summer, I have an exhaustive process to determine what my summer jam is. Oh. Um, I assemble a, all the suggestions that I, I can into a playlist. I listen to them, and by July fourth, I make an official determination That's early. about wow. what my. Well, no, it's like. It, you gotta be summer there. Summer starts yeah. June twenty first. No, no, no. two weeks in. Summer starts Memorial Day and ends Labor Day. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know if you know what seasons are, but that's <laughs> not true at all. I think guy goes to more parties. Are than you? you uh, are, are, are are you raising a lot of crops, Wayne Fetterman? That <laughs> your, no, the, I'm sorry, the sun determines your seasons. I, no, literally, um, <laughs> there's something called summer that starts on a specific day. Yeah, a Memorial Day um, <laughs> when pool parties start, um, and. Uh, this year it was uh, uh, this was one of the years that my summer jam coincided with America's summer jam um, Beautiful. it was cool for the summer by uh, Demi Lovato it was not a raucous like cool let's all summer party ride. summer jam it was a let's get steamy and have yeah. lesbian sex summer jam uh, and it was really great and I love it mm. More than I can't feel my face. No, that was totally on the list. You yeah, can yeah. Uh, you can, can check. You, can I have a couple other you can, ones that were on there? I'm just kind of curious. Um, we had "Shut Up and Dance" by Walk the Moon, Two Heterosexual, uh, <laughs> Black Magic by Little Mix. God, I love them. Uh, Cheerleader by Omi. You yeah. had to. It was a little too misogynistic. Uh, and so peanut butter jelly by Galantis. You haven't heard of it, but it's real good. I've not heard that. I wanted to pick. When I was first just now cycling through songs, WTF by Missy Elliott, mm -hmm. because I was so glad about the her video, return. The video, the video, so good. good. The video, that's but that was my problem. It's yeah. my love is based in the video, of course, and also based in her return because I'm a big fan. Uh, and, and it's I a just, promo for the podcast. Right? And the video is so good. It's so yeah. It's it's like it's kind of like the, the way Star Wars made me feel, where she's paying off everything you wanted to pay off, and she's adding new shit, and yes. it's exciting. Um, but. I came to that late. I think the song I listened to a lot was I've Been Loving You Too Long by Otis Redding. And I listened to that oh. so much this year. <laughs> and I love it so much. It's one of those songs, and there's not a bunch of them, but I just listen to it and I feel like that good brand of sad really quickly. Yeah. And I want to cry, but in a good way. And it reminds me of like the complexity of all these feelings. What's your good crying versus bad crying ratio? Mm. You know, more bad crying. Okay. But I would say, you know, 60-40. Mm -hmm. I, wow. I go there as easily with something good. Yeah. But I think that more bad things happen. You also have a human being who depends upon you for its life. Yeah, and that will yeah. hit you. And <laughs> it will hit you on and, all the levels. Uh, and your son, Oliver. 
Oh yeah, that guy. <laughs> and cornbread, oh. my dog. Oh, Max has another single to left field. <laughs> yeah, you don't go for the fences. Yeah, you just course, get on base. Just get on base. <laughs> right, you keep the runners. <laughs> there you go. Uh, We're going to do sports and comedy sabermetrics. Well, I mean, I would have to say, like, one song that was a a high point that was a new song this year was the song that you said, the uh, cheerleader song. Mm -hmm. Because um, my daughter went to uh, the far away from me to be with her dad this summer. And that was our song that we would dance to. Ugh. And so it was by Omi, is mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. And I just, I loved that song. And then my oldest daughter um, said, you know, Rocky said that Cheerleader was you guys' song this year. And that made me feel really oh. good and connected. But really, I mean, any kind of music that is from the 40s or Led Zeppelin with my daughters makes me feel. <laughs> oh, and you have a huge really vinyl good. collection, right? You have a whole. Yeah. 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 It's so, so amazing. Deer Maker is, or Dyer Maker. It's actually called Jamaica. Jer Maker. Jamaica by no. Led Zeppelin. Yeah. But whatever. But it would, it would be that song. And then also just um, uh, Mother by John Lennon. Two classic songs from the 40s. Can <laughs> <laughs> you name one song from the 40s? Play, it on that you a, play your piano. I was expecting a lot of ink spots on this list. <laughs> but, uh, Mills Brothers, what are we going <laughs> to There's so many. There's so many. But anyway, there's so much music. I mean, it's all about the music. It's all about the music, Betterman. Oh, I'm man. into music. I am Sorry, into man. music. Yeah. We'll take Not this home. TV. We'll end this with a New Year's resolution of any sort. Oh, no. Not hit the gym, if, unless that is it. Um, so yeah, New Year's resolutions. Who uh, I guess I can start if no one else has. Yeah, one. go for it. Uh, for me, 2015 was rough for me. It was not a great oh. year um, in a lot of ways. I'm hearing that a lot from a lot of people. Me too. Really? Yeah, I am mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. So Sorry my, about that. I had a lovely year. Made a lot of lists. Oh <laughs> God. <laughs> good for you. Lists are good. Uh, so for me, it was I this my New Year's resolution this year is to be easier on myself. Mm. Because this past year, I really battled a lot with anxiety and depression and the things you don't want to deal with, like I've never really been an issue for me, really cropped up this year. It really affected my confidence in a lot of ways and stuff. And like, you know, I'm like an improviser before everything else. And like, I've never had that issue. Like I step on stage and I don't get nervous, but like I would sway on stage and things that I didn't know I was doing, but then I realized I was doing it. I was like, I never had a problem planning my feet. Like- I'm like the least physical improviser in the world. Like people can vouch for that. I'm like I'm like the guy who listens and has like a you know a smart a sarcastic thing, yeah. smart thing about it. Like that's my thing. I'm not like I'm gonna do a pterodactyl now. Like whatever, Joey. Um, yeah, Joey. <laughs> but um, so yeah, this past year has been really rough for me in that oh. sense. So this year is more about like just being easier on myself Good and just boy. trying to be confident and not worry about those things. Good. And try to like just like follow the things that I really want to do that I keep meaning to get to that I haven't from a creative standpoint because those fears stop me from doing it. Yeah. Oh my God. And to hit the gym. That's (laughs) amazing. No, that's really. That was. You know, because you just as somebody who just knows you kind of just a little bit, but you always seem very together, and Mm -hmm. so this is just a facade. 
<laughs> yeah, that's the, the charade that I've been living. Wait, uh, just ease up for a fucking second. Wait, he's opening up. <laughs> it's been my facade this last year. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, that's oh like, God. that's when yeah. people, when I have talked to people about it, they've been like, I, you know, you seem like you have your shit together. Know, and I'm like, well, that's the, you well, know, that's thing the I've been trying the to put out there. Yeah. Um, oh, that's when, tough, buddy. Meanwhile, I'm crumbling. But, uh, <laughs> you know, that. Yeah, to bring you guys all down. No, that's good. That's a beautiful resolution. Yeah, well. Honestly, it's. Our whole thing, like, we've done this podcast. Podcast for five years, five, six years almost. It'll be oh my six God. years, yeah. like in March, which is for a podcast. This might be the last one. We're done. Um, but like, I don't even know where I was going with this. You just, you know, you got to have confidence and fun with these yeah. kinds of things, and and that, you know, and then it got hard for us. Mm-hmm. I think with like, you know, your schedule, my schedule, stuff like that too, and booking guests and stuff like that too. That like. There was like we haven't used this public land area, but we were. This was going to be like the last episode. Like, yeah, it literally was. We were going to move on to other stuff, and we've decided to continue it, but like not as much pressure to do it. Yeah, like yeah, because it was eating up all this like mental space, where, which is like what so many things, especially in a creative industry, do. Like you, you tell yourself you have to do this, and you set a really crazy. Yeah, like this is what it has to look like. And then if you fall short of that, it's like, well, we have to not do this. It's so easy to not recognize the benefits that come from a podcast, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. the sheer number of people who are, like, listening to you guys and paying attention to you and are, like, actively interested in your work around the world and across the country, like, it's it's so, it's so beneficial. Like, I was so used to people always being, like, they knew me from Chelsea lately, mostly. Mm-hmm. But like the sheer number of people who are just like, I listen to your podcast and I'm like, what? No, I think we've taken it all for granted. And it took yeah. sort of this like zoom out to be like, oh, there's a so, I mean, how cool is it that we get to talk to people we admire and we get to sort of, we get excited and inspired by And it's people. just a good fun podcast. This is always a fun podcast for me oh, to listen to. Thanks. Thank you. But yeah, it's been a, I, I would, I'll piggyback on yours with mine, which is to say no to more things, but not in a mean, sassy way. But like having a baby has now he's not two yet, but he's like one and a half and it's made me reprioritize in a way that I didn't know I needed to because I've always done too much. I've always been incredibly overscheduled and not minded one bit because why, what else am I going to do with my time? I have no interest. I like being alone, but I have no interest in like not doing something. I don't have hobbies. I like, I like to do what I want to do, which is like performing and writing and voiceover. So I like max myself out. Um, and I also like people, so I say yes to almost everything because I don't want to disappoint yeah. anyone. And this year I felt that really break me down in a way where I was putting that, honestly, those like internal things above my family and my kid. It's like I said yes to this person that doesn't give any shits about me that, and something that's going to take up so much of my time and not be rewarding because I didn't want to hurt their feelings. And I have to make a shift this year where – because it's it's plenty. Like the people that I love that I do things with, that's plenty. And it's taking up enough time. Yeah. So I just kind of have to learn to like redraw those boundaries. And I've thought that for a long time. But having a kid who becomes more challenging the older they get in a great way. Um, because they're more with you. And they're more, you know, like a baby is a wonderful, adorable, smooshy thing. And then a toddler is a person that's listening to you and reacting to you. <laughs> and it's like a, a huge shift of what kind of involvement you have. It's not just your physical being, it's your energy and who you are to them. Um, and this year has been a big thing for me of like, I have got to figure out for the first time in my life how to say no to people, even people I like. Um, so that's what I hope is a little clearer to me this year, is just like 
looking at my hours I have available and prioritizing in a healthy way instead of a way that like something good could come out of that, which is what my head always does now. I don't know. That could be a good opportunity. It's like, no, do the things you want to do and trust that that will be a good opportunity or that I will die alone. (laughs) That would be a really good TED talk. Like I would kind of like to hear that like expanded to 20 minutes. (laughs) Um, My resolution is just, uh, I have um, hours booked here and in New York for like March Mm -hmm. and the amount of new material that I've written between recording my album in 2014 and now is n- not that much and the thing You're is is like <laughs> it's um it, and like it's because i like have writing jobs and i work on other projects and stuff like that but it is very easy to look because i'm not somebody who tours to not think of stand up as like the main thing that i do mm-hmm. but it is also kind of that thing that is the most mine and nobody can take away from me yeah. and so like being resolute about having 20 new minutes that are good that where jokes are finished like being in like an LA based comic it is so easy to get jokes two thirds of the way done and have them be functional and not sort of like turn them into something that I'm just so proud of um, you can't like pat them like you would at high school I say it like right, I like bear flying food very 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 very, yeah. very well the thing is is like you can have like a, a good enough concept and kind of a punchline and enough attitude that it comes together but there is that beauty in having something where like everything lays on top of each other and it's so nice and like even on my album which I was very very proud of which is rare it's rare that you produce something that you're like oh I like this most of the things that I produce I'm like really but still on that there were several jokes that I was like you just didn't work hard enough on that Mm. you did not sort of like finalize it um, and so by the time I do those shows in March, I want to have something new because there is that excitement in what we do that like you make new stuff that is part of you, but you didn't know was in you. Yeah. yeah. And like, I need to focus on that. I've got to pee, nice. Wayne. Just fill me in later. Yeah. Thank you. Now we're like in the last like five minutes of the podcast. Well, yeah. you know, the options are but you're, you're a human, talking about renewing. And- a, a human being slid out of her genitals. That's so... <laughs> I hope that's not so happening now. It's pretty weird. <laughs> no, it's interesting because Guy and I both had albums come out this year, and we've been on a couple uh, best of lists. Yes. Yeah, we just it was very nice. We just thought thing. So I know that sounds like I'm bragging, but just I've never released a comedy album. Now, being on that's like great. well, also that was no. a cataclysmic and amazing album. That was a, I don't think anyone has released an album of that sort before, have they? Um, not as their first album. Oh. But, like, it's a collection of stuff that he's been doing since, like, the 80s, right? I didn't yeah. know about that. I have to give yeah. you yeah. guys uh, records. That's thank you. Thank congratulations. You. That's amazing. No, it was, it was a, it took a long time to, like, compile all this. But this was, like, old videotapes and cassettes that I had from yeah. just archives. It was amazing. Just, it was just going to be in a box. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So, uh, so it was just amazing. Really, it was even got out. Right. Let alone, yeah. But it is really gratifying when you right, put something out yeah. there, like legitimately put something out, and then people write up being like, "This is one of the best things that I enjoyed this year." Like, I, it's, yeah, it's, it's amazing. Very nice. It's pretty. It's the yeah. best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're just on. Some. So uh, my New Year's resolution, as always, my resolutions tend to be like singular minutes. They roll over every year. Right. <laughs> They're like, oh, this is. I'm still working on this, and obviously, I'm working on my diet. 
because as so you know, I live, I live on because I live on fast food. Everyone knows that. And yeah, yeah. And I was from Philadelphia. As I'm a, hearing that. Yeah, that's right amazing. Now. It's amazing that that's wrong, but it's a good guess. <laughs> I am from a city in America. That's pretty close, right? Yeah. Eerie. I'm from Silver Spring, Maryland. It's pretty close. You're pretty close. Um, you said fast food. <laughs> yeah, Baltimore. I have a there little Baltimore. Go. I have a little Baltimore in there. So, uh, and I was very distressed when Chipotle, which I was stepping up. <laughs> I was stepping up to the higher the end phase. Yeah, but and now, all of a sudden it's going to be safer than ever, ever, ever. Totally. I've been eating at Chipotle more since that scare than ever before. Oh, really? I'm like, if they're going to come down, that's why you now. need to fly now. <laughs> I'm just glad Carnitas are back. Flying when those are gone, now. I was. You know. <laughs> so you know, because usually I'm like a Jack in the Box Taco Bell guy. So Ooh, so that's going to be Jack my Jack in the Box. Yeah, I know, delicious. So <laughs> so that's going to be my uh, that's my resolution to try to. More water, less Coca Cola, and I can. Yeah, that's well. Can I just say I what the first thing you I... said to me was when you got here? I know. Was there a Coke? But just because it was, it was just. I thought it was just alcohol. I offered you an apple juice. It was grape. Wayne, oh. do you not drink? What do you not drink? I don't really. I only drink to get drunk. Okay. Yeah. So it's like I do that a couple times a year, but I don't ever. Amazing. Why is that amazing? That's a different wiring. I don't think it's amazing. Well, I, this is if you know if this is real quickly. It's mm-hmm. just like I I have like very unsophisticated taste buds, so yeah. alcohol tastes bad to me. So mm. I'm just like I'm drinking. I'm just like, oh, you don't like the taste. Yeah, if you don't have a taste for it, there's no real reason to drink it. Thank you. Uh-huh. The Thank result. You. Is Cole understands yeah, me. I'm with you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So Avery, who's working the board, have you ever seen me drink ever? No, no, no. I have not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, and that's one of the perks. This is just of like making a murder. Comic. <laughs> you get the drink. <laughs> I was always like, "Can I get the cash equivalent of what would oh, be?" Oh yeah. Uh, Louis, Louis Katz always has the line, "When I can pay my rent and drink tickets, <laughs> I'll be all right with it." <laughs> all right, but so that's my resolution. Nice, Pamela, take us home. Take all us right. home. Well. And also, thank you for having me on your last podcast. <laughs> it's it an wasn't honor. going it's to an be, honor, right? Uh, yeah, now yes. it's done. We're done. We'll be Titanic. Okay, my so. resolution. I, I don't. I don't. I can't make a resolution. Oh, I don't okay. make resolutions um, because I've already broken like seven <laughs> um, or nine. I just, I just really can't. But. Um, I try to, you know, get to a higher place and and not be, um, y- you know, in a in a stinking thinking kind of way. And what you said to me was very profound um, uh, to all of us. What Cole said, um, you know, having anxiety and feeling depressed, mm-hmm. you know, um, pressure, pressure was really has been so intense for me. Yeah. And, you know, um, raising my girls by myself. With your staff. And with with staff. (laughs) With my staff. Yeah. Um, It's been... um, It's it's been really too much. It's Mm -hmm. it's got... It's got to be almost too much for me. So I really respect the fact that you said that you know, um, I feel like, you know, when people talk about like um, people going off the edge or 
going into rehab or uh, from drugs or mental illness or alcoholism or any of that stuff. It's, it's all very connected. And um, I just would like it if everybody could be kinder. And so I just want to be a better mom, oh. a better mom all the time. And um, I know my kids would say that I'm, I'm a good mom, but you know, I'm oh. getting emotional, but I really, what you said, it, it's, it's huge yeah. for um, people who are in our world yeah. and do what we do. It's, it's relentless because there's so much competition and, um, um, you know, all, all of this, uh, kind of best and worst and everything. And it's just, it's, it, the, the biggest thing is to be able to get to a place of peace within yourself and to be able to, um, uh, my, one of my best friends, she says to me, Oh, uh, she says, you're so good at one thing. You're so good at this one thing, which is not fucking. I try not to take. (laughs) Yeah. Don't fuck Wayne. (laughs) Anyway, I'm so sorry. I try not to take on more than I can handle. So Mm. I just, you know, I know what my limits are. You know, I, I have everything in, you know, you, you kind of, tick off what you're responsible for, who you're responsible for. And it gets bigger and bigger as you guys get more and more. And you just can't take on more than you can handle. And that's what your no thing is. Yeah. And I remember being with um, Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla on a Mm -hmm. podcast of theirs. And I said, this year I said I was going to say yes to everything. Mm. And when you said I'm going to start saying no. And I just feel like, you know, it's good to not decide what you're going to be. Yeah. Because you're always going to change and circumstances are going to change you. So you can't decide it. You know, that's why I don't really have a resolution. You can't say, I'm going to say yes to everything. I'm going to say no to everything. It's just, it's, it's so big and it's so much and it's going so quickly and everybody's yeah. just this and it, I was doing jerking a jerk off, off and right. then an ejaculation into the air I'm gonna say have you seen Kathy to everything that was a joke that didn't land <laughs> <laughs> but I want to know what it Kathy is Kathy the comic strip no just like just I, I was it was a non sequitur to <laughs> say ahead. to everything <laughs> I gotcha. And have you seen Kathy? So that's what I have to say. Well, I'll, I'll like the one thing that you did say. I'll just leave you guys with this: is that um, you said like you know wanting to be kind, and like that's a thing. It's not even a resolution for me, but it's a thing, especially this last year that I've really started concentrating on. For me, is to just like I, I call it the rose-colored glasses approach to everything now, which is just like there's just so much hate and there's so many people being just people being cruel to each other and tearing each other down for no reason. Most of the time. And my whole thing is just like, just like there's going to be things that annoy you, but just try to find 
the glass half full in it. Yeah. And like, like I took this, I took this approach and I went to Costco lately because Costco, <laughs> as you know, is like the Beirut of America. It's completely <laughs> unstable. And like, it's just like cart city and people are stopping for samples. Like they've never had chili before. And like, you can't get through and like, it'll make you crazy because everybody forgets the rules of the road, like pull a cart over or something like yeah. that. But like, so I usually go there and I'm usually like, like by the time I'm out of there, I was like, you know what? I know that's going to happen. I know it's going to be annoying, but instead I'm just going to kind of smile and laugh at it. And I went out of Costco feeling so much better than I usually do yeah. going outside of Costco. No, just Jamie by... Flam taught me that too. He that's says, so just true. say, this is a good thing. After anything bad happens to you, even say it aloud. This is a good that's thing. That's lovely. You, that's what my mother would say. You get more bees with honey. You get <laughs> it's more true. bees with honey. Yeah. And it's like, I found that it especially works when it's not at all a good thing. But suddenly, as soon as you say to yourself, this is a good thing, you laugh because it's all ridiculous and it's fine, you yeah. know? So uh, in our tried? light pop culture podcast. Well, this is a good thing. But just, yeah, mm-hmm. just everybody be, be nice Speaking to Speaking of Costco, have you tried the $1.50 hot dog and soda? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that amazing. sounds like a great combo. Delicious. delicious. Old way to make a cheap lunch. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you guys for being here for this. It's ours, one of our favorite things to do every year. Uh, what thank a- you, Pamela Adlon, Wayne Fetterman, the, the late Jennifer Arney, <laughs> Guy Branham, <laughs> Vanessa Raglan. Cole, Cole Stratton. Stratton. Uh, thank you guys for listening. We're at PMC Podcast Online. Uh, Happy New Year to everybody. Happy New Year. And uh, come to our show at SF Sketchfest oh, yeah. very soon. January 10th. Uh, with Fetterman's Fred Willard as our guest. Can't wait. Which is great. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for being here. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Good night. Bye. Subscribe to the Pop My Culture Podcast on iTunes. Check us out online at popmyculturepodcast.com and follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast. Thanks for listening.